Hello, welcome to Challenging Behaviours, podcast challenging behaviours towards disability. Now today, um, basically me and Tom have been struggling to find time to time to record. Um, both have, you know, lots of things going on at the moment. Real life sometimes finds a way. We're gobbling it though. We're going to find a way. Um and it's been like so long since we've released one it's almost shameful um so what i'm intending to do here is just to just to have like something to <laughs> fill a gap i suppose is way back in the very early episodes we uh often joked whenever my dyspraxia came up that well i say we often joke I'd often make the joke that it's becoming the dyspraxia with Jack Barnett. And then back in episode six, episode six, it was episode six, um, we deci- I decided to make the dyspraxia w- with Jack Barnett. But it turns out uh, talking straight for an hour, not something I could do. Um, I'm struggling to do two minutes right now. Um so it ended up being about 35 minutes. So now what I intend to do is the final 25 minutes. Um, but what I haven't done is listen to the first one. So I don't remember what I've talked about already. So apologies if there's any repetition. I feel like I tried to... Um, go through some of the symptoms but symptoms i'm gonna get onto the whole um identity thing later i think um so what i found is a list i found the list at https colon forward slash forward slash dyspraxia foundation.org.uk forward slash dyspraxia hyphen adults forward slash and it's just kind of like a quick list, and I'm um, hopefully it will also help me kill some time. Uh, so they've kind of broken it down into sections on here. Um, the first section they have is gross motor coordination skills in brackets, large movements. Uh, okay, it says poor balance, difficulty in riding a bicycle, going up and down hills. Check. Poor posture and fatigue, difficulty in standing for a long time, a result of weak muscle tone, floppy, unstable around the joints. Some people with dyspraxia may have flat feet. Uh, I One of my main memories uh, growing up is I would often walk on my tiptoes and basically what people would, members of my family would do to stop me from doing that is yell flat feet. So ironically, most of the time, didn't have flat feet. But um, it does say like, not every, if you have dyspraxia, you don't have all of these. Um, I read through this earlier and I was like, well, I have most of them. Uh, poor integration of the two sides of the body. Difficulty with some sports involving jumping and cycling. Poor hand-eye coordination. Difficulty with team sports, especially those which involve catching a ball and batting. Difficulties with driving a car. I've never felt like I ever want to try driving a car um because i just feel like oh i 
Flacco could be so dangerous. <laughs> and I bet a lot of there's probably a lot of people with not just dyspraxia, but other, with with learning disabilities who may feel the same thing. Like they may feel like driving a car is something they'd never be able to do um, for fear of hurting other people and, you know, lacking the skills to do so. Um I'm sure I I think I looked into it once. There are like specialist teachers around. Um, so if you are someone who has that kind of fear, maybe you can have a look around. I still haven't been able to overcome it, though. It's still even though I know there are specialist teachers, it's still something I haven't felt uh, confident enough in doing yet. Um, maybe one day. Also, you know, uh, money. Uh, lack of rhythm when dancing. Well, that one I can't. I. I, don't, I definitely don't suffer from that. Oh, the rhythms I produce. It's all in the shoulders. I'm doing it right now, but uh, it doesn't translate well in an audio platform. Uh, doing aerobics. Moving on. Uh, clumsy gait and movement. Difficulty changing direction, stopping and starting actions. Exaggerate, exaggerated accessory moment, movements, which is in quotations, such as flapping arms when running. Yeah, I think I referred to myself as the flappy dyspraxia boy um, in the last one. If I didn't, uh, I'm just, uh, I wouldn't often get picked for teams um, in PE. And part of the reason would be when I ran, I'd be, um, my arms would be flapping around etc i think i was a pretty fast runner i can <laughs> one time um on uh, a sports day i in fact came first um in a running race but my teacher didn't see it and handed me a third place thing i think assuming that i couldn't be the person that won the running race i mean he was a great teacher like i just don't think he was particularly thinking about it at the time and luckily, like other other people in my class were like, actually, no, here Jack actually came first. Probably the only thing I've ever won in my entire life. Uh, and then the next section is fine motor coordination skills, in brackets, small movements. Uh, lack of manual dexterity, poor at two-handed tasks, yes. Causing problems with using cutlery, cleaning, cooking, ironing, craft work, playing musical instruments. Oh, playing musical instruments. Um... Again, I touched on this last time. Something I've uh, I've taken up um, to kind of try and uh, combat that and try and kind of hone my coordination skills is by playing musical instruments. Um, using cutlery was a big issue for me, um, and I, I can't think what age. It was very late until I properly started using the knife and fork, and I'd even like eat bowls of spaghetti hoops. Um, just with my just scoop it out of my hand with like a little flesh spoon and just oh just shove it into my mouth it'd be very messy um and i feel bad for anyone who ever had to watch me do that uh sauce dripping from a chin um and uh, something that always often gets brought up at like family events is my that i had a peculiar diet and it's something that's um kind of dawned on me lately and they would say like oh you'd only ever eat like burgers pizzas um sandwiches and that kind of thing basically the mainly things that you can eat with your hands and it's only something i've only recently realized like oh yeah that's why i ate all those things not just because they were delicious which <laughs> they are but it was because it was there was no need for a knife and fork with those things even things like say like a sausage you don't have to cut a sausage you can just pick it up 
chips, that kind of thing. Even though I'm not, I don't really like chips, not a big chips fan. Like a fry. I'm okay with fry. And I'll eat chips. I'll just never seek them out. Never seek them out. Unless it's sweet potato. Then I'm all over those bad boys. Uh, or oh, where was I now? Uh, poor manipulative skills. Difficulty with typing, handwriting, and drawing. My handwriting. Oh, boy. Uh, may have a poor pen grip. Yep. Press too hard. Yep. When writing, have difficulty when writing a long line. Along a line, yeah. Uh, something I often find as well, because the pressing too hard, you're also pressing really hard around the pen. And I used to have like a little, don't have it anymore, but when I was in school, I'd had like a permanent, um, like a little indentation on the side of my finger from where I had been hold, holding onto my pen, probably incorrectly, but in such a hard way, it would just dig into the side of my hand, um, which is another reason, like, uh, writing long things was also uncomfortable for that reason. Um, where are we? Uh, inadequate grasp of reality. No. Inadequate grasp. Difficulty using tools and domestic implements, locks and keys. Difficulty with dressing and grooming activities, such as putting on makeup, shaving, doing hair, fastening clothes, and tying shoelaces. Um, yeah, it took me a long time. It's kind of a... I was found it very embarrassing being like 11, I'd say. 11, 12. Having still having to go up to like teachers at school and asking them to do my shoelace, um, you know, and uh, and um, something that would happen is you know teachers who didn't know me etc would be like, hang on, you're eleven, twelve, you should be able to do this yourself, and this is kind of one of the I imagine things challenges of having what people refer to as an invisible. I'm doing quotations here. Um, some people call it an invisible disability. I'm still on the fence on whether I should refer to myself as someone with a disability. But I think I'll get onto that once I finish reading this list. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I'm a beardy man because I, I can't... If, basically, if I shave, I just have to take everything off because I can't trim it in a like an even, an even way. Uh, poorly established hand dominance may use either hand for different tasks at different times. Uh, okay, speech and language <laughs> may talk continuously and repeat themselves. Welcome to Challenging Behaviors, the podcast that challenges behaviors towards disabilities. Some people with dyspraxia have difficulty with organizing the content and sequence of their language. I don't know how I'm doing so far. Let me know. Uh, may have unclear speech and be unable to pronounce some words. Um, I may have pronounced some words wrong already. Let me know. Uh, speech may have uncontrolled pitch, volume, and rate. Uh, eye movements, tracking, difficulty in following a moving object smoothly with eyes without moving head excessively. Tendency to lose the place while reading. Oh, I do that all the time. Uh, Tendency to lose the place while reading. Uh, p- poor relocating cannot look quickly and effectively from one from one object to another for example looking from a tv to a magazine i don't understand that one let's move on perception in brackets interpretation of the different senses okay we've got poor visual perception oversensitive to light difficulty in distinguishing sounds from background noise tendency to be oversensitive to noise over or undersensitive to touch can result in dislike of being touched. Yep, and aversion and or aversion to over loose or tight clothing, tactile defensiveness. Uh, 
over or under sensitive to smell and taste, temperature and pain. Uh, often temperature and pain uh, are a combined thing for me because I'm ginger. Hot weather equals a lot of pain for me. Also, spicy food. Um, lack of awareness of body position in space and spatial relationships can result in bumping into and tripping over things and people dropping and spilling things. Oh, yeah. Uh, where am I? Little sense of time, speed, distance, or weight, leading to difficulties driving or cooking. I've been learning to cook recently. Um, well, I say learning. Uh, I've been, I've been cooking more things, and it's I'd say thirty percent success rate. Rate inadequate sense of direction. Difficulty distinguishing right from left means map reading skills are poor. I still have to do the little uh, thing where I hold out my hands with my thumbs out and see which one makes an L for left. And I always try and do it very subtly. I wonder if people notice it. Uh, learning, thought and memory. Difficulty in planning and organising thought. Poor memory, especially short term, may forget and lose things. Unfocused and erratic can be messy and cluttered. Poor memory, especially short memory, may forget and lose things. Poor sequencing causes problems with maths, reading and spelling, and writing reports at work. Accuracy problems. Difficulty with copying sounds, writing movements, proofreading. Difficulty in following instructions, especially more than one at a time. Difficulty with concentration. May be easily distracted. My cat just ran out the window. What's she doing? Um... <laughs> that was a genuine one. That wasn't me trying to be all glib. That <laughs> was actually genuinely distracted by that. Well, and now this just makes it seem like it's even more forced. Oh, I've lost where I was. One of them was about losing places reading. Uh, difficulty with concentration. Maybe easily distracted. She ran again. She's just run up a tree. Uh, maybe easily distracted. May on do only one thing at a time properly, though may try to do many things at once. Oh, yeah. Slow to finish a task. May daydream and wander about aimlessly. That's a good percentage of my life. Uh, emotion and behaviour. Difficulty in listening to people, especially in large groups. Can be tactless, interrupt frequently. Problems with teamwork. I find large groups is an easier um, setting for me to be in. It's being one-on-one, -on -one, which is what I find the trickiest. Um, so I think it's... I worry, I so it's taking me more time to process what people have said and then for my brain to kind of arrange the thoughts that I want to say, which can then lead to like a long silence, which then makes me feel very anxious that I've been very quiet, which then makes it longer for me to be able to think of something to say and it just becomes a horrible cycle. And a real fear I have is... Um, uh, talking to people on the phone it's like almost a proper phobia i have i think um for this reason because i'm just terrified that i'm not going to be able to think of what to say and it's same with you know conversation with anyone even people i really love like sometimes <laughs> like it's it's hard just um and it's just a constant worry that i'm going to feel like people aren't interested in what i'm saying uh what they're saying um and you know, sometimes I worry I come across as rude or disinterested, or it's just it's just taking it's just a horrible kind of situation I find myself in. Um, yeah. Uh, difficulty in picking up nonverbal signals or in judging tone or pitch of voice in themselves and or others. 
tendency to take things literally literally may listen but not understand definitely may listen but not understand um if someone's in the turk like as mentioned earlier, in following instructions etc that's definitely a thing i've had a lot of experience with and then almost feeling too embarrassed to say that i haven't understood because i don't want to draw attention to you know the dyspraxianess of it all uh slow to adapt to new or unpredictable situations sometimes avoids them altogether i think that kind of feeds into the making one on one on one conversation with people um if, if it can be avoided i will avoid it as much as possible um impulsive tendency to be easily frustrated wanting immediate gratification i'd say i'm quite impulsive i'm often buying things immediately because i don't want to wait for them and amazon you're my curse so much audio equipment for this podcast oh boy oh my cat's running around again um tendency to be erratic have good and bad days yes tendency to opt out of things that are too difficult i try and not do that as much as possible but it happens um Okay, last little bit. Emotions as a result of difficulties experienced tend to get stressed, depressed, and anxious easily. May have difficulty sleeping, prone to low self-esteem, emotional outbursts, phobias, fears, obsessions, compulsions, and addictive behavior. I'd say most of those I would say are true. Uh, I've not really experienced any addictive behavior as of yet, um, but you never know. Uh, that's that's all that's on this list on the dyspraxiafoundation.org.uk forward slash dyspraxia hyphen adults forward slash um, and it also says many of these characteristics are not unique to people with dyspraxia and not even the most severe case will have all of the above cast characteristics but I feel like I have a lot of them but I don't want to make this all about hey it's all about me uh, I just want to kind of raise experience uh, raise experience oh my god I really want to raise some awareness about some of the challenges that just face people with dyspraxia. Um, because it's a really like, for some, I think I touched on this last time, like for something that is supposedly quite common, um, it's something no one ever really knows about. And I always struggle as well uh, to explain it to people when they ask. And that's kind of part of the, you know, uh, organizing your thoughts etc which is why i've got i've decided to have this list because i feel like last time it was just a bit garbled and this has just luckily got it out there for me where i hopefully has been a bit more understandable but who knows um um so a lot of these things have led to quite a few um anxieties and fears for me personally and i'm curious if it's something other um people with dyspraxia have feel or have experienced uh if if there are any if if there are is anyone at all listening (laughs) uh please do let me know uh you can tweet at challenging pod that's the podcast or you can tweet me at wasps kill bears um even if you want to say i disagree of everything you just said uh and i do worry that i'm coming across quite negative um you know um i'd say it's it's um it's given me a lot of positives in my life too like i don't think i'd have the sense of humor i have if it weren't for this and it's kind of i'd say contributed to my uh 
uh, I, I'm often described as being quite patient, and I think that's, um, as a result of the dyspraxia, like, uh, after like growing up with trying to do things which I just couldn't do, um, or would take longer to do, and it's kind of made me better at coping with these kind of things. And again, I wonder if other people with dyspraxia would say that's the case uh, for them. Um, so it's a it's a it's a mixed bag, I should say. One kind of huge fear I have is about um, turning old, um, like when. If I'm, I'm struggling with short-term memory now and coordination things now like that now, what's going to happen to me when I'm in my old age and how will it impact it? And I wonder how much of a fear that is for anyone with any learning disability. Um, what What's going to happen to them? And um, how... Right, what... Well, what yeah what would happen it's uh a terrifying thought and um it's one that's hard to verbalize it's not something i've really expressed for to anyone in much depth um i'm still struggling to do it now and there's no one else in the room um Yeah, and the other th- the other thing I've said I've kind of wanted to touch upon is I don't I don't know if I should dis- I still don't feel if I can describe myself as having a disability. I wonder if other people with dyspraxia do describe themselves in that way. It's definitely I've seen it described on the internet as an invisible one, an invisible disability, meaning you can't tell someone has it on site, which is a sad. But I wonder if it does contribute to my. Um, I wonder if it contributes to my not being sure what to identify it as. Um, and I'd say since this podcast has started, I've been thinking a lot about like my identity in the world of uh, learning disabilities and that the spectrum. And am I more? And I, am I also? You know, am I a bit? Am I? Am I autistic? I don't know. I could be. Uh, so, after, after, <laughs> so one of the young people that I work with will often say, "Jack, you're the most autistic person here." Um, uh, there's no diagnosis there, but whatever. Um, and it, I think part of it being invisible is like I feel like if I said to someone, "Oh yeah, I have a disability," would would they look at me and be like, "No, you don't," just because they can't see one, and then. Also, you know, just because, you know, I'm, because uh, I'm, you know, kind of, I have a job and I'm, no, that's, I'd see, this is what I mean. It's a weird, weird uh, place to be in where I just, I really don't know what to call, like, describe myself as. It's, um. There, a lot of thoughts, a lot of things to consider. Um, does it make me less able to do things? Yes, it does. And I think I have this weird thing where I, 
think of people who have disabilities and are, they're less able to do things than I am. And I think that's, I must feel like a guilt for describing myself as having a learning disability or a disability or whatever, an invisible disability or whatever label people want to give it because there are people who struggle more. But a disability is a disability. It doesn't, doesn't, there aren't levels. I mean, there are different ways of describing but it's not like you can have someone who's more gay than someone else. You can't have someone that's... It's just a, a, a label for some... A, a, a person. But that's what we all are. Do we need them? We're just people. Can you say, oh, this person can do that, but they can't do that. We can say that about anyone. Um, oh, there's only... Oh, it's coming up to 25 minutes. Oh, I better wrap things up. Uh, thanks for enjoying my self-indulgence if you did enjoy it you don't have to you can uh, do what you want uh yeah tweet at challenging pod uh or me at waffle bears uh like subscribe all that business and hopefully we'll have some more episodes soon it may be that they're coming out like monthly so um we'll see and then there's potentially some future changes coming ahead anyway with uh some well we'll see uh all right um bye then <laughs> oh oh it's still oh we're here